This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'd like to take a second to tell you about our new friends from TickSplits, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticketing providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained service charges, at TickSplits, the price you see and the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. Go to TickSplits.com and enter promo code ARMCHAIR. At checkout to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z dot com. Promo code armchair. O'Neal the rebound. Kevin Alley brings it up. Throws it across. Miller for three. Oh, he backed it in. He backed it in. And the game is tied. We're going to overtime. Over the rebound for his ninth. 18 points, 9 rebounds, 6 oh, assists from Jay. Oh, oh the chicken! Double time! Miles Turner! Yeah! Welcome to the NBA, my friend! Turner sets the screen. Oh, Whoa. oh, oh, oh no! Oh, no. Right Don't let him throw it down like that! Victor, on the deep phone! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod Podcast. Welcome to episode... 41 of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. My name is Chris Cook, and sitting next to me, as always, Eric Hawk and Jake Light. Yep. We're back. We are back. Tell everybody why we had a week off. Well, actually, for another week in a row. I think uh, we had had some scheduling issues. Uh, In the group chat, I think oftentimes we just say so much. (laughs) Sometimes sometimes we just miss the schedule, so... Basically, I could only do Monday last week. Uh, Tuesday, we had the nice basketball banquet uh, for the school that I coach at. And then Wednesday, Thursday, I had to go on a little uh, professional development trip to Chicago. for Bettering some, yourself. Bettering myself as an educator for the youth of America. And uh, then I got back Friday, and I think by the time I got back, I think Hawk was out. Hawk, you want to speak where you were at? Yeah, so Thursday, we uh, we hopped in my buddy's van, and we drove all the way to Savannah, Georgia. And we, uh, we celebrated St. Patrick's Day. I'm not Irish, but, you know, everyone's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. So I think we were all sitting around Monday, and you go... Dang, we should have recorded tonight. It's the only night I could have recorded, and we're all like, nope. oh, shit, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I didn't do shit tonight. Well, too, Monday wouldn't have worked. Why not? I had the shits. Uh, that was the day I was sick. Yeah. Well, we could have done it. You could have sat in the bathroom, and we could have just kind of sat just out right outside. Yeah. So. But moral of the story, if you're wondering why Hawk's voice sounds like he's about to die, it's because he partied like he was 21 again. Yeah, a lot of green beer. And then you know what happens with green beer. You know, a lot of green poo as well. So it was a great weekend. I would, uh, Savannah is a great place. If you ever want to go there, it's great. It's got the largest St. Patrick's Day Festival in America. Wow. And it, and it, it shows. And well, I feel it today. Well, I've always, I was supposed to be going on Saturday. I was supposed to be going to Chicago uh, to watch the Boilermakers in the semifinals of uh, the Big Ten Tournament. And Carson Edwards happened, and uh, he just kind of shot us out of it. So I had to uh, make a nice little detour. 
Uh, my girlfriend wanted to go to a nice restaurant, quote unquote, in Indianapolis. So I was like, okay, fine. I was going to spend some money. Let's Sounds just good. Go ahead and spend Ball some money. Out. So I let her choose. She's she's got this place. She's like, it's a chicken place. It's great. Um, so we kind of go shop, you know, just kind of get a little feel out, and uh, she takes us to Joella's Chicken. Yeah. Which is uh, which is basically a. You know, it's a ritzier KFC. Yep. And I was like, this isn't very like fancy. But <laughs> But it's amazing. Holy Did shit, you go to the broader one? Great. Or the ninety six. Ninety six. Oh. Yeah. It, I'm it telling 86? you. Eighty six, it's one of the six. It's it, I think it's ninety six. Yeah, and it was uh it was stupid. Chicken and waffles, you can't go wrong. Ooh. So it was a it was a hell of a weekend. Uh other than the fact that uh, the Pacers lost on uh, on Sunday, which probably leads us to our segue of Pacer talk. Do you yeah, think? might as well get into that. What All did right. you do, Chris? I was actually going to get into Hooters night. Okay, yeah. oh, let's get go. into Hooters. I didn't do anything. I went to Taku Friday night. <laughs> I went to like five restaurants, and I couldn't get in anywhere. Then we went to Taku, and we got right in. Well, maybe Japanese should... steakhouse. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, since they don't they don't sponsor us, my roommate. He's been in their kitchen. He says it's one of the dirtiest around. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody out there. It does. It would but not. I have a lie. I have to tell people that. It I would not them. surprise me. Yeah. Oh, you want rice? <laughs> I catch the rice every time. Dude, yes. Okay. I actually miss the rice a couple times, but I love catching. You gotta open rice. the mouth. They drop it in. It's all about you it's don't like want to. The teeth cast. can't get in the way. Yeah. You kind of have to yeah. cover the teeth with well, your lips. There's a reason the ninety-year-olds have an advantage. Yeah. I'm just yeah. gonna leave with that. All right, speaking of the Pacers. Wow. What, a, what a great way to enjoy the show. Last five games, they are two and three. Starting off this uh, very difficult stretch here in March. Since I think since the last time we recorded, they played uh, Milwaukee. That was the next game, so we already know what happened there. Uh, the Philly game, that was pretty good for two and a half quarters, then ended up being a shit show. The New York uh, I mean, we expected them to win that game, but it actually ended up being pretty close. And that Oklahoma City, well, that's the one that we'll really target on, was that uh, game-winning shot there by Wes Matthews. Paul George turning the ball over there. Turning the twice. ball over at the end twice. Twice. And, I mean, he had played very well the entire game, and then final minutes he just... He turned into playoff B. He turned into playoff P. So Pooped down his leg. Yeah. It got, the moment got a little bit I know Hawk before. wasn't able to watch that because he was in Georgia, but he was asking for text updates the whole time. <laughs> so what was that like for you, getting those text updates on the game? It was stressful because we weren't far enough out from my NBA app. I couldn't get the game still because I think we're still in Indiana when it was ending. But that was awesome. Like, uh, you said it's over. We've lost. We're going on a run. Wait. It was just kind of like all up and down. And we had been drinking all day in Louisville like earlier. So I – I was having a great time. So we ended up winning that game, you know, and then I went back and watched some of the highlights. But And then Suit Guy. Suit Guy. Electric City. Electric City on the Suit Guy. Uh, we're recording this with hopes that we'll have him on here in like a half hour or so. Don't know if he's coming on or not. What are we he might flake him? out. <laughs> a few questions, but so I was feeling pretty down in, dumps, in the dumps about the game, and then all of a sudden – Paul George, we were making a little mini run. I think we were down like 18, 19 points and cut it to like nine. Paul George is shooting free throws, and then all of a sudden, in between free throws, they cut to this guy in the crowd, and he's wearing a suit. No tie. It looks amazing. Yeah. Great, Great suit. suit. That he definitely got that at like Men's Warehouse. Yeah, that's oh, debonair. I, I, I thought it was tailored. I was the oh. benefit of that. Well, okay. Who you can knows? get it tailored at Men's Warehouse, right? Can you? Yeah, I'm sure you can. Maybe. Okay. So anyway, this guy's just I'll buy many suits. Me and that's one of the things I want to ask him is what he yelled because he's yelling in the. We know what he yelled. We have the video. What is well, yeah, we've created unedited, <laughs> unedited. I want to know what he yelled. 
And he's just clapping. He's getting into the game. And then I just knew right then. I said, I have to go back and record that guy. And I just knew from that point on we were going to win. Stephanie was watching the game with me. And she goes, why? That's not even that funny. And then Suit Guy ended up being a big thing on social media here the past few days. A lot of people retweeting and liking his stuff. I asked if we could find Suit Guy, if anybody could locate him. And then hours later, the got power, a, of the internet. <laughs> power of the internet found a Suit Guy. So... I don't even know if it's really him. Maybe it's some guy that's just trying to claim some fame. I looked. You compare the Twitter picture. It they don't even, look like. It doesn't even look like him. So I don't know. <laughs> this might not even be. I think guy. the Twitter picture was taken a while it's ago. It's like a high school picture. I'm a little yeah. nervous myself. I was looking, but it's like suit guy. He had such a mystique. Like my eyes kept going to the suit, so I yeah. didn't know if it was just me. It's or, true. And he had my, this, looks like he might have got a new haircut. Yeah. My other thought is, I mean, who would really be willing to offer to be suit guy? Not me. Oh, I feel no, like it's blasphemous a... to fake suit guy. Though, I know, but, time. like, you're not going to go out of your You would go out of your way if, like, you know, we were, like, prestigious. Like, we were at the top <laughs> of the podcast It's lonely game. at the top. I don't want to be at yeah. the top. Yeah. So, who would fake to be suit guy for a low-level podcast that records in the central Indiana? <sighs> well, I don't know, but I think hopefully we found him. Hopefully yeah. he doesn't like Taku Restaurant. <laughs> Yeah. Just say Suit guy. What, suit more, guy. what more can you say? So I'll let Jake discuss about uh, Paul George's end, end game there because I know he likes to give oh. him the most crap. I'll tell you what. I just got a little excited right there again if you just heard that. But he just completely crumbled. I'm, I'm just – my face is light right now. I'm just so happy. Like I knew – I just kept thinking, man, we just can't have – uh, dribble penetration. Got to make this guy shoot over the top of us. Wes Matthews did a hell of a job. And the best part was he made this hell of a steal, and I'm thinking, oh, God, he's going to go down. He's going to end it. And he threw it right back to us. Oh, it was a gold star for Paul George. I've seen it so many times as a Pacer fan when he was donning our colors. It was just so nice. And um, he was just going off in those three. It was three after three after three. And I think uh, I was watching it with my fiance, and she was just like, what the hell? Why won't they guard him? And it was just it was just su- such a back-and-forth game. But to see him crumble under the pressure, I can only imagine what it was like in the building. I would have been loved to. Have oh, my gosh. I, I just – I would have been yelling. My hand's just going everywhere, just yelling. Just, got just Paul being George, suit guy. Just, God, yeah, just being suit guy in my, in my board and ready to pod shirt. It was awesome. When we won the game, it, it was just uh, – it was gratifying because it was a huge win. We had just lost two big games. Um, actually, actually, I think we had just won one between We just that. won. Yeah, we had just won one. But we had lost two games to uh, – two playoff teams previously – uh, and it was huge, and it was just, it was everything. And uh, Paul George is just the g- gift that keeps giving. And Sabonis had a hell of a, g- a hell of a game that night. Yeah, was that his best game back from his little injury? Oh yeah, oh by yeah, far. by far. And the Thunder, you know, he had a little extra motivation. Mm-hmm. So it was just one of those things where chip on the shoulder. Uh, we we loved it. Uh, I know W loved it, boys. It was one of the best wins of the year. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. So what happened at the end? Why didn't Paul George shoot the last shot? Did Russ just are you not even look for him? Wait a second, no, I didn't see that. I didn't want that ridicule, man. I just saw Russ. You Listen. Ted Russ missed it, and I said, "How the hell does Paul not shoot that?" Well, it was pretty simple. Well, here's the thing: why you okay? You only need a two pointer to tie it. Yep. Why would you send Russell Westbrook for a three? Send somebody going to the basket. Right, right, coach. Well, you you're going to the basket if I have Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I mean, it, and the, Paul. I mean, listen, the logical right. thinking is you get a pick and roll with Paul George, Russell Westbrook. You get Westbrook going downhill, a little pick and pop with Paul George, and you pick your poison. 
And I'm assuming we would try to probably try to shut down Russell Westbrook. It would have been Paul George open shot. Paul George was nowhere to be seen throughout this whole thing. I love so it. I just think it was. I think Billy Donovan. I think he obviously thought Russ was going to try to get to the basket, but at the end of the day, it just it wasn't meant to be. I mean, he came up. He came up short and to the left, um, and Russ knew he missed it immediately. And it was just one of those things. And, of course, Quinn. It's, but as soon as Quinn said, oh, that ain't going in, I was like, oh, shit, this game thing is going in. I'm <laughs> like 100% sure. Um, but, yeah, I do a little pick and pop there. You, you just best three-point shooter, best guy getting the hole. They didn't do it, and I'll take the win. Okay. Yeah, was the, did the crowd boo Paul? Yes. Uh, yeah, it wasn't I mean, as loud as the last time. It wasn't as loud. Damn, is it dying? And next year, are people going to maybe cheer? I don't. I don't think you should cheer. I think you should, or boo. I think you should be silent. Can we talk? Just absolutely silent. Just, absolutely I, silent. I know we don't have a script, so we're just kind of talking today, and I love it. But can we just talk about the fact that Paul George commented? I know he was asked the question, but someone, some idiot media guy, asked him the question: Do you want your jersey retired here? Do you feel like your jersey should be retired? And Paul George kind of just didn't give a great answer he, he was just like oh well, i'd love if my jersey was retired but i understand if not like really that guys, was the same answer he would have given in indianapolis about any other question that was yeah like, i know but like do you is is it even a remote question in your mind there's no way the jersey should be retired correct but as a fan main, i don't think so no there's no way as like an outsider perspective like if let's that say was the case let's say you grew up in el paso texas your whole life and you just knew Paul George was this great Indiana Pacer, and there was a little riff when he left. Maybe you would say yes, but as a fan of it, no. no you don't deserve to be in the Raptors. Did, the he was never on the second team All-NBA. He never got above third team. I mean, he was good, but to be honest with you, he didn't really he didn't contribute big time in a big playoff situation. I mean, he had some games there where he broke out, but that was before the pressure was on him. As soon as he was the guy... He's inconsistent. He's I can think of some games where he busted. Right, right, right. But I'm saying like he never got us over the hump. Yeah, but how much help did he realistically have? What do we think? I mean, uh, he had Hibbert when Hibbert wasn't god awful. Seriously, David West at <laughs> damn near peak. Yeah, David I West. think David West was probably the best uh, one. Yeah. Uh, Lance Stevenson when he was coming out out of his shell. And George Hill. George Hill when he wasn't p- pathetic. I mean, I'm just saying like he has pieces around him. If you take Russell Westbrook out of the equation, he had a better team in Indianapolis, and he's still even with Russ because they don't have much around him. I know Stephen Adams is good, but Stephen Adams is eventually going to hit that wall where he's going to suck too. He's going to have the Roy Hibbert wall where he's just a big oaf out there, and he's yeah. just terrible. So I actually think the Indiana teams are just as good as the Thunder teams. Yeah, I don't disagree necessarily. Anyways, enough Paul George talk for the day. Yeah. I just was so happy we won that game. And then the Nuggets game. Oh, I watched the last like two minutes. I just you know hit a hit. A, so you screwed us. Yeah, you I did. hit a sobering moment. Yeah, and I I turned it on and I must have screwed us because Bojan took the the three to win it, which I feel like I was comfortable with. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. a terrible shot. West was obviously open. Oh, yeah, that was my big. Bojan wanted, wanted it. But at that time, yeah, you won't bow. You saw bow. He had been shooting it. bad the entire game, so I think that was his way of I'm going to make it here and be the hero. And if he would have hit that, we might have sold some shirts too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. for the win. I mean, they were just feeding that game to the Pacers there at the end. It, it was bad. Which I think Jokic should have been ejected. <laughs> you see his brother going crazy? Too? Yeah, yeah his brother. I was like, oh my god, his brother is huge. I mean, 
he like immediately screamed at the official, and you know he said some f bombs. Yeah, he got teed up, and then he kept going. To be fair, the officiating for both sides was horrendous. It was horrendous that whole night. I felt like I just it's like no one had a great game. It looks like, and I mean the point guard play was god awful. I'm just gonna say it right now. I know I am a big Darren Collison hater, but the point guard play was awful. It doesn't matter what what level you're playing at. If it's if it's a high school game, if it's a college game, if it's a pro game, if your point guards cannot control tempo and make bad decisions, take bad shots, and don't get the right people involved, you cannot win. And Collison and Corey Joseph have been terrible. Collison had some terrible turnovers. Corey Joseph can't hit the broadside of a barn right now. Uh, I mean, he had some terrible turnovers too. So uh, I don't. I mean, I'm a Collison hater. Everyone knows that. I don't think we can win a big playoff series with him as our point guard. But Chris, I know especially you have been on the group chat, kind of ragging on Corey Joseph. We love his hustle. We love his tenacity. But he is just absolutely struggling right now. So you want to hit on that for for a quick? Yeah, second. I'll be honest with you guys. We just recorded that. Probably what one minute. Yeah, you did a good job saying everything again. <laughs> and the mic just went out like it randomly goes out. Full sometimes. transparency. So, I did just say the same exact thing over. So to just give you kind of a summary of what I said that first go go around because I'm not going to go in detail like I did. Corey Joseph sucks. <laughs> That's pretty much all there is to it. He can't make a shot to save his life. All the shots are to the left, to the right. He hasn't had a dead on shot. Like I'd take an air ball at this point because that means he's at least you know having a straight shot towards the basket. Everything else is just going to the left or the right. So, yeah, I'll take an air ball at this point. Um, I've always been a big Corey Joseph guy, but recently, I mean, he's a guy that's in the NBA because he hustles his butt off and he makes good plays. Uh, he made a lot of stupid decisions in the Denver game, 3,015 seconds. Um, a lot of turnovers. Just shooting the basketball, he's been so bad. It, I feel like... I don't know. Like Doug McDermott's probably shooting a better percentage than he is. Whoa! Okay, just Whoa. don't get that fucking crazy. You're freaking crazy, sir. Yeah, I missed the last two games, obviously, but I've been noticing like this last month that he just isn't the same, or he's gotten. He's just he's all the same player that he has been for like the last what two or three years, probably. There's no improvement there, and I feel like he's forcing a lot of shots. So I, I don't you know. know what conversation we haven't had in the last ten minutes. Who would you rather have after the season? Would you rather have Darren Collison or Corey Joseph? And I uh, already know what both of you guys are going to say because we've already recorded this. But, Chris, why don't you start us off here? Uh, I'll take Collison. Yeah, I'd probably take Collison. But, I mean, I don't think either of them are coming back in my eyes. Uh, I don't think so either. If I, I think guess. if I, I had to guess. we'll go a new route, hopefully, and then Holiday will be that back up. And, and I would personally – Again, I think you guys both said Collison at the, at the time. You'd rather have Collison back. I would rather have Kojo back just for the simple fact that he can play that combo guard. I truly believe in Aaron Holiday. I think he's going to step up and be the backup point guard. And I just think if we're serious about winning once Victor comes back, and you know what, to be quite honest with you, we need a scoring point guard. Now, last year I was preaching, hey, we need a defensive guy as our point guard. I was preaching Patrick Beverly, guys like that. Now I think we need a score. We, need a, guy, we need a guy. I'm, I'm not against Kim anymore. Let's go! I, I think uh, I think we need a guy that, that can handle the ball and take some pressure off Vic. And, uh, I'm man, ready for offseason talk. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for offseason talk. I'm excited for playoffs. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't yeah, want to get too ahead yeah, of myself. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to it. I'm yeah. excited for it all. Yes. Um. Got big news here in the last few minutes. Oh, Suit no. guy just texted me. No way. Said we can call him in 15 minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So before we get to that, I have some 
we'll talk about the Pacers' upcoming games, and then I do have a trivia question. Oh, I threw it together. Um, so they play. We're recording this on a Monday night, so they play the Trailblazers at about you know fifteen hours because that's what time uh, those late games start. Tonight's game is on ESPN, and then they play uh, Tuesday, so the morning that you'll be listening to that. So I should say, actually, tonight they play at the Clippers. Thursday night they play at Golden State. That's not really a game. Let's just go ahead and mark that off the schedule. Don't get mad if they lose. Jeez, the lowest ticket to get to Golden State is $72. It's because the Pacers are such a draw. Yeah. (laughs) And then Sunday, back at home, 5 o'clock p.m., Denver Nuggets. Rematch there, and it's Hooters night. Yep. Can't wait for Hooters night. Big games this week. Sunday night. Is there any? C.J. McCollum's not playing tonight. Yeah, so he's out. Uh, will it be college basketball Sunday? Right? Yes, there will be college oh, basketball college Sunday, basketball. so we should get there a little earlier, yep. watch some games, yep. and then the Pacers game will be on. Speaking of college basketball. Should we go into our college basketball? No, 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 I don't no, no, save that till after. Okay, 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 but okay. Hold on, hold on. I just have to get something off my chest, even though I just said it. I just hate Purdue right now. I love the school. I hate what they did to me on Saturday. And I know I already mentioned Carson Edwards, but my God, that makes me so scared of what's going to happen in this tournament. They're I, just not – they're never a good, solid tournament. I know. Just through the years. I mean, the only saving grace is is that IU's not in it, so thank God. <laughs> All right, save <laughs> it for later. Save it for I, later. we got suit guy coming up. Roll me down Langford. Uh, four games this week. We won't go into detail. Golden State, we can chalk that one up as a loss, I feel like. All be tough games, though. What do you want them to go this week? I say 2-2 two and two is what needs to happen. 2-2, oh, two and two, yeah. 2-2 two and two is two, fine. We two get, two. I think we need to steal one in Portland. Yeah, we need Portland. Without, without McCollum, I think that's very realistic. I don't. I remember last time we played him, Zach Collins was killing us, so we don't need that. Yeah, that would be real. And I feel I mean, like I the Clippers We can beat game. the Clippers. We can beat the Clippers, but, I mean, they've been playing really well. I'll take two and two. Three and one would be very nice. They've been playing so well. The Kings are. I don't think they can make the playoffs anymore. So I will be buying Pacers playoff <laughs> tickets, <laughs> baby. And the Bucks did us no favors. They uh, lost to the Sixers. Yeah, I saw that. So I. I mean, I'm pretty much in my own mind giving up the reality that is a three seed. But yeah, I will take the fourth. We're still a game over Boston, I think, at this point. But like the three seed, I think is just. I don't think it's going to happen. The schedule's just too rough. And the Sixers are playing a lot better basketball right now. And they got him beat back. Yeah, and he had 40. <laughs> yeah, he had like 78 FanDuel points for him. This is on Hawk, though, because Hawk called him out last time. Remember? When what did I was, say? You, no, 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 not last time, but last time he got hurt, you were like, he always comes back and he's always like dead for the first month. And this dude's like step back threes now. Okay, well, I'm just saying. No, I mean, you're playoff not wrong. Time, my playoff okay, time. Okay, you're not wrong, but I just mean this is like the NBA world. This is yeah. kind of your fault. Honestly. All right, so let's get into our trivia question, then we'll go on to giving Suit Guy a call. We don't have any questions planned for him, so we're going to see how it goes. This is going to be straight from the hip. Um, today's episode 41. Oh, shit. So two times since 2000, the Pacers have finished the season 41-41 and 41 with a 500 record. Name those two seasons first off the bat. So name what the two seasons were first, and then I'll get to the second part of the question. I think it was the... The Paul George injury year, were we the eighth seed, forty-one to forty-one? No, we were under five hundred that year, and I think we were the ninth. Um, what about the year he came back? Was that the year we were at forty-one? You're off. How many? This Wait, is over the span was of this how many? Years? The last time since two thousand. I'm gonna guess two thousand six. Two thousand six was one of those years. Oh five oh six was one. Is that was oh five oh six when we had Dunleavy and Troy Murphy in company? I'm not gonna tell you that. 
That's the next part of this question. No. So, okay. what's the other Did part? I, know that? I got one. Jake's your turn. Uh, the other year would have been, was it the year with Danny Granger? Was no. Danny Granger? It wasn't the Danny Granger. I was thinking it was the year that Paul George was a rookie. No. Um, way too far away. Oh, wait. It's been more recent? No. That was way, or you're way too far away in your year. So, was there one before 2006? Yes. Oh. Shit. 2002. Talking mushrooms. No. 2003. <laughs> no. Is it 2004? No. So we go back 2004, to 2004, they won 61 games, I believe. Huh? Was it 2005? No. Was it the year 2000? Uh, that was the year they went to the finals. Yeah, well, damn it, you're right. So, was, so if we could just 2001. Guess, 2001. It's got to be 2001, of course. It was the year after the finals. Yeah, okay. All right, so now I want you to name Jeez. the starting five on opening night for both of those teams. <laughs> on 2001? Starting with 2001. Duh, Reggie Miller. Yes. Jermaine O'Neal. Yes. In 2001. One of these you for sure will not get. Mike Dunleavy. In 2001. <laughs> no, that's, that's hilarious. Uh, was Travis Best? There's three. Okay. So Best, Miller, Chris Mullen? No. He was off the team by then. But you're close. White guy. White guy? I think Bojan Bogdanovich. Pedro Stoyakovich? No, that would have been... That was before him. Uh, was he a big guy? Yeah. He's a big guy. He could play small forward and power forward. He's white? Yes. This is terrible. It wasn't know. Troy Murphy, was it? That was no. well before Troy Murphy. That was right? like six years before Troy <laughs> well, Murphy. Well, shit, you're saying big and white. What do you want me to do? Think Bojan Bogdanovic. That's the best clue I could give you. Primo Brizek. No. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. Same number as Bojan. 44. Oh, uh... Jeff Foster? Was he 44? No. <laughs> Crozier? There you go. Okay. Oh, my God. I can't remember okay, which one. Crozier. Okay. All right. You want me to give me the last one? Yeah. You don't get it. Who was it? Zon Tabak. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot he was even a person. Yeah. Zon Tabak. He should be in the bracket somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, he was Okay. Really now, the 2016? Yes. That's Troy Murphy. No. That's not the same year? Nope. 2006? 0506. Steven Jackson. There's one. Ronard Test. There's two. Danny Granger? No. He wasn't here yet? He was on the team, but he wasn't Jamal starting. Jamal Tinsley. There's three. Jermaine O'Neal. There's four. Uh, Need a big guy, don't we? Do we need a big guy? You need a power forward. need a power forward. Is <laughs> <So> Austin Crozier? <laughs> yes. Yo, Let's go! <laughs> Austin Crozier started on both of those teams. Amazing. Which should tell you why they only won 41 <laughs> games. <laughs> That's just kind of impressive in a way. Yeah. Ouch. Okay. He had the big final series and then got a big payday. I'm usually good at the trivia. Not so hot today. Yeah, today was a rough day. I mean, I'm a, I got a little noodly brain. So. You could say you we Darren Colston that. Yeah. Before we move on to our interview with Suit Guy. Oh God, here comes Mac and Meter. <laughs> Mac and Meter. I shouldn't have to introduce this. Everybody who listens to the podcast is loyal, our loyal listeners. One through five, where is Jason McIntyre on the Mac and May meter this week? You know, I muted him just for the trip because I didn't want to see anything he said and get mad. So a five because I, I muted him. <laughs> no, my favorite, he's at a five. And the, uh, the reason, I have a specific reason. Is he I, I, didn't, I didn't mute him. Let me tell you. So basically it was during a timeout. LeBron James is sitting at the far end of the bench again, and he's talking. He's talking, 
to people behind the bench while the team timeout's going on. Mm-hmm. And Mac and Mac and Meter Boy says that that's not a big deal, and people are overblowing the situation. People make it a big deal, but it's not a big deal. So your star player is actively not listening to the head coach when you're supposedly making your playoff push, which they clearly are not. Yeah, I'm no, using no. you know the quotations, quotations. there, I'm but saying. it's a five. Like if LeBron James pulled like. Don't take this the wrong way. If he pulled out a gun and he shot a group of children, Zach and oh, God. <laughs> don't take that the wrong way. Mac and Meter, Mac and Meter would one hundred percent be like, "No, this is the children's fault." Are you kidding? They walked in front of the gun. Well, like, the thing that I thought was interesting was he's supposedly a it's, Knicks fan. It's so and Hazonia blocked LeBron, and I didn't see anything out of McIntyre about that. No, I mean Hazonia's been on a tear this year, dunking on Giannis <laughs> earlier in the like, year. I don't want blocking I don't want kids to feel threatened by LeBron, but at the same time, like McIntyre, the other thing that why LeBron he's a five is, for me is because he makes a bunch of stupid ass predictions, and sometimes like they're right. Yeah. So I think he predicted Odell getting traded to the Browns. <laughs> So he predicted that like a month ago or so. So now he's acting like he's on Twitter. He's acting like he's the smartest guy on the planet. He's Nostradamus. What we, are we, uh, we working on a little brown stock? No. Uh, it kind of sounded like you were segueing you, into you some brown stock. No, I'm just saying that specifically yeah, has yeah. pissed me off because he's retweeted people from like 2016 or 2017 when he originally said the Giants needed to trade, Be- trade Beckham. Yeah, that's what you do. If you tweet something every five <laughs> minutes, you're going to be right eventually. Like, it's just how it works. Here, here's my question. When is Suit Guy coming on? Because I'm getting antsy. Uh, three minutes, and we got to get set up for it. So we're going to end the first segment here. And coming up next, our interview with the one and only Suit Guy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the guest that we've all been yearning for uh, since that since that big comeback win over the Thunder. We have Suit Guy on with us. Suit Guy, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we are so fired up to have you on, and I know our guests have been yearning for this moment for, for days now. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is my, I guess this is my podcast debut. It is your podcast my, debut. Um, we just my, got... We just I just have one question for you. How loud were you yelling? <laughs> I was pretty loud. I had to I try and censor, you know, most of the things that I say, but uh, you know, in in this in this world of uh, you know, abusive or verbal abuse and taunting towards, you know, athletes, I was just trying to change the narrative. Yeah, you were just there strictly passion. Exactly. You know, just trying to do my part to help the team win. And yeah, and you could definitely tell that you were the turning point in that game. <laughs> what kind of yeah, well, I, I, I actually think Paul George's missed dunk was, and that's what kind of got me fired oh. up. I mean, we didn't have any much to cheer for for most of the game, and I was, I was relatively quiet until he... At least the refs thought he got fouled, but I think the replay showed differently. Listen, listen, listen. I don't want you to be bashful here. You were in his head the whole game. That's that was that was the situation I had seen. And I think Hawk's gonna ask you a super important question about the suit specifically. Specifically why the suit and what kind of suit? Was it a Gucci suit? Was it Brooks Brothers? I mean, what were you rocking that night? Um well I was Bonobos, I think, actually. Oh, uh, yeah, I I came from 
a meeting and I had no time to change or anything because I, I don't live in Indiana. I live out of the So Ooh. I drove the two and a half hours right, right straight to the game. and That's a dedicated fan. Yep. How many games a year do you go to? Um, probably six or seven. Okay. We've, uh, my family's had seats for a long, long time, probably 30 years now. Okay. Uh, try to make it try to make it back to as many as I can. So I think one one question that I was wondering, um, as you as you were watching the game, what were what were some of your fondest uh, memories of the game? Uh, big turning points. Do you remember anything specifically uh, that kind of got you going, other than the obvious hatred of all things Paul George? <laughs> uh, I mean. I think the biggest memory was just Wesley Matthews just playing incredible defense. I didn't think we'd get that out of him when we signed him. And, you know, he's brought a lot to the team. And other than that, I kind of a blur now. That I, now that I look, try to watch the, watch the replay of it. But like I said, there wasn't much to cheer about up until kind of the last part of the game. When did you first know that you were a star on TV? <laughs> uh, I've, I've always tried to stay off the TV, but uh, I guess one of the somebody on the Pacers uh, texted one of the guys that I was with for the game, and he sent me the screenshot of you guys. So I guess that was that was when that night after the game. So you knew you knew that you were um, a big part of the win. Uh, after the game, just did they let you in the locker room? Did you have any press conferences afterwards? I mean, what? Just kind of give me the rundown. Did you really just feel good, like you got the win for us? I guess, yeah. I mean, I we we left pretty quickly afterwards, and uh, so I guess I didn't even realize I, I should have stayed around no, and no, like no autographs, no one stopped you. It was just a straight walkthrough. Yeah, well, so, no, I, I, nice and humble. I tried to, I tried, I tried to be incognito, but I guess this weekend there was some autograph requests. But yeah, well, I mean, with our, our group of guys, we like to have some fun here. So I, I don't think we ever thought it was possible to actually get suit guy on. So we kind of immortalized you in our mind. So. Uh, this is probably a bigger deal for us than you probably know, uh, and I know I know our people will love this. But specifically, can you remember why you were yelling at Paul George? And um, we do allow cussing if you if you need to. So, what were you yelling on that on that fateful moment when the uh, when the cameras were on you? I I think it was something like you know I bet Paul. I bet he would have hit it if um, you know something happened down in Miami. You know, like something, something along those lines. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I like you know, something unique that would get in his head. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> How much do you yeah. hate Paul George? So, what did you say? How much do you hate Paul George? Um, I don't. I don't necessarily hate him. I just. I mean, I wanted to trade him probably four years ago. He's never. He's never been a winner, in my opinion. He's not. Okay. He doesn't need to win like some of the greats do. He wants to win. He's, but he can never close. So I, you know, I, you can't hate a guy for that. He just, just you know, what he is. not who he is. And, 
Do you, uh, this is, I mean, we have a lot of, we have a lot of listeners. We're, we're actually sponsored by MyBookie. Um, for those, uh, for, for those listeners that like to bet Vegas lines, um, next time you show up at a Pacer game, will you have a suit on? And if so, what color so we can make some money? <laughs> That's, uh, I, I know all my friends are pushing for that, but, yes. uh, I, I don't know. I guess it just depends on if I have to come from a meeting. But usually, usually I wear I like that that color blazer. Yeah, especially. You yeah. look damn good. I'm not you gonna look lie. Debonair. Did uh, do you? Uh, don't want to get too personal here. Do you have a Do you have a woman in your life? I do not have. A oh, woman. we are gonna, we are gonna market the shit out of you, young suit guy. <laughs> you are gonna be the hottest commodity. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep my fiance away. I travel a lot, so it's. It's tough. I work in NASCAR, so we I'm I'm going on a lot of the weekends. Different ladies in different area codes. I like it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, uh, I think Chris has a question here. I got one last question, then we'll let you go back to your uh, life suit guy. Once again, this is suit guy on the line with us. Really appreciate him joining us today. But my last question for you is, how have you handled like this fame since the? Uh, since your event on TV last week, how have you been able to handle all the social media, all those notifications, and, you know, I'm assuming you get all those direct messages now, a bunch of people hitting you up. How are you handling the fame? Uh, I've just been kind of letting, you know, no press is bad press in my opinion, so uh, I did, I was a little confused because there was a, I had one of my brother's buddies sent me a screenshot of a reply that I couldn't see for some reason, but it was from, I guess, a fraternity brother, but he was probably four years younger than me, that I guess I guess I was kind of me when I was a senior, so I... <laughs> I love it. Well, hazing's good I, for the I soul. didn't know who he was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a little hazing never hurt anybody. Uh, yeah, I've... No comment. I understand. No comment. Okay. We, we got it. Well, Sue Guy, we appreciate your time. We want you to get back to your normal everyday life. Um, next time, uh, if you if you follow us on Twitter, uh, we would be obliged. Uh, we do have we do have listeners that are yearning for this conversation. So next time we need a big bucket, I think uh, I think we'll just slide you a DM. Maybe you can you know videotape yourself and get the crowd going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I could probably I, I might be able to do that. Uh, that might be okay. I'm, I'm there's a good chance I'm at the game on Sunday against the Nuggets. So. Oh, Hooters! Listen, listen, this is serious now. We're gonna have a Hooters night on that day. Uh, we'll be down there pretty early. You got to stop by afterwards if or we have or before we we have suit guy. We're gonna have maybe some former uh, Pacer players, some media guys coming through. If we have suit guy with those guys. We'll just tie it up and call it, call it the best party we've ever had. Yeah. I'll, uh, if I make it, I'll, I'll be sure to let you guys know. And right. it's Hooters and you're single. So, <laughs> what more? more do you want, man? Yeah, well, Chase Elliott would appreciate all the you guys being at Hooters. So, I, I can help <laughs> him. Then. That's true. He would. All, all right, right. Well, thanks, Sue Guy. All right, Sue Guy. We love you. Hey, right, thank you, guys. I said I love you. (laughs) All right, appreciate Sue Guy. What an awesome guy. One awesome guy who did not tell me he loved me back. 
Oh, the awkward. reason why I thought you were starting because I thought you were going to play your music. Oh, are we going to go into Around the Association Star? No, we don't have to. No, I think yeah, we we'll should. I, 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 it was my mistake. We don't have a list Should today. we just do it? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, just do it. talk for a Throw second. everybody off. Are we ready? Right, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Okay, I think my levels just went off. You are not going to be able to talk. stuffed up, yeah. A lot of screaming, a lot of you know, <laughs> drinking this week. Gyrating. Bear with me. All right, as you just heard at the time. First up, we got Malcolm Brogdon missed six to eight weeks for the Bucks with plantar fascia tear, which I have no idea what that means. But six to eight weeks is a while. Will the Bucks beat win the second round? No. You don't think so? I don't think they'll win the second round anyway. You think they'll win the first round? Yes, they'll win the first round. But right I now they'll, they'll play win. the Heat or the Magic. They'll. Uh, I I even think with Brogdon at full strength, they're going to lose in the second round. To who? Uh, be the Pacers or it'd the be, Boston, right? Yeah, so right now well, I would think Boston would beat us in a seven-game series. And I would probably take Boston over Milwaukee in a seven-game series. I mean, it'd be a great rematch from last year. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Jim. I just want Tony Romo. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think I take Boston too as of right now. I think Brogdon is a big part of what they do, and by the time he gets back, it's not, they need him. Yeah, they need him. They Tony Snell's to gonna him. get Tony Snell's to getting minutes. He Brogdon is what I just described earlier: the point guard that controls the tempo, takes good shots, makes sure the ball's in Giannis's hands at the proper times. Now you're asking Bledsoe, who is a good good player. But he's not a postseason player. Like he's not the type of guy that can can win in the postseason. I don't think, and, and he takes. We'll see. Back. I still think. I think it's them or the Raptors coming out of the East. If I had to guess. I I, I I'm coming around to the Raptors. I've been anti-Raptors, but with this injury, I think it clearly puts the Raptors uh, in the driver's seat to represent the East in the finals. Uh, but if Boston, Boston's got the talent to do it as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah don't sleep depends. on Boston. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks' starting lineup has appeared in more games this season than any other team in the NBA, which hence they're the first team to 50 wins, and now they're 52, I believe. Um, next up, we got Lakers lose to Jason McIntyre's Knicks, 124 Wait, to 120. Wait, Jason McIntyre's Lakers lose to the Knicks, you mean? Yeah, Jason McIntyre's Lakers he lose to Jason McIntyre's Knicks. Knicks. Yes. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's really Jason McIntyre's LeBron gets stuffed by Jason McIntyre's Mario Zonia. Jason McIntyre sucks, man. <laughs> He's a five! We hate him. All right, what's up? All right, LeBron had the worst quarter of his career missing 11 shots in the final quarter. Listen, I do lie to you. I follow Skip Bayless. I'm one of his actual, like, real-life followers. You follow Skip Bayless. I, I, have, I have got – if I if I don't read these messages, and I'm, I'm going for it right oh, now. Oh, God. You have got to see this. He just tweeted this today, by the way. Just tweeted this today. Face it, blind witnesses. As all-time great as LeBron is, he just doesn't have closer intangibles. Not enough clutch gene. He just allowed the worst team in the NBA to close the game on a 13-1 run and win by one. All-time embarrassing. LeBron's killer closer flaw is his fear of shooting late-game free throws. He's the greatest ever attacker of the basket. 
basically until it's it's the clutch time where you got to go either make a basket or get fouled. He just said instead of attacking on Sunday's final play, LeBron slowed and went up timidly, half-heartedly. Hazonia blocked that shit, didn't just fingertip it. He blocked that shit, um, and he full-handed blocked it. Just pathetic. Would have never happened to MJ. Like, that is that that is some cold, hard facts there from Skip. But why do you have to bring up MJ? He always has to bring and up why, MJ. And well, because it gets clear. Do people forget what he did to us last year on that game winner in the playoffs? Oh, he got to the rack. No, he, he shot like, a three. No, 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 hold on. No, I'll, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm still in the he attacked Like, this the game ramp. means nothing. He's already packed it up. I, like, I'm saying the, this is the most embarrassing part of his career. Still. Right. No, I mean, I'm still in the when he attacked the basket because Vogel took out Roy Hibbert like a dumbass. Yeah. Like, that's what I was thinking of. You even said last year, and I was thinking all time. He just yeah. thought six years ago. Yeah. yeah. So, because my life ended there. So. Just, we just had to do a little LeBron talk yep. here. Uh, Brandon Ingram will miss the rest of the season as he found out to have a blood clot in his arm. Doctors say it is more an issue with his structure than his blood, so it's just not be a recurring threat to his health, unlike Chris Bosh. Yeah, it's big. Which I had no idea that you could have different forms of blood clots. That, yeah, me either. It doesn't sound good, blood, those blood clots. Sound yeah, a little if scary. they come back, uh, he might not ever be able to play, which would... So I'm sure now LeBron wants to trade him now more than ever. Yeah, so, get him out of there. Yep, get him out. Any thoughts, Chris? Uh, he's gonna be very hard to trade now. Yeah, I would take him. Yeah, I'd take him in a second. I, he's he's come around. He, he's kind of grown. But and I'm referring more to the Anthony Davis. It's gonna take that trade value down significantly. Yeah, that's true. Would you trade? Uh, would Would you trade Thad Young for him straight up? If they wanted a veteran presence in the locker room with the Lakers. <sighs> No. Okay. All right, next. <laughs> All right, next up, we got Giannis scored 52 points in a loss to the 76ers Sunday night. I did not watch this game, but everything I saw in this game looked awesome. A new NBA record for players to score 50 in a season this year. Can you name the 11 players that have scored 50 points this season? 50 Harden. points. Harden 100%. Paul George. Nope, Paul George is not Russell Westbrook. Okay, you got Harden. LeBron. Westbrook's not on this list. LeBron, LeBron is on this list. Indeed. Kyrie? Kyrie, nope. Embiid, no. Okay. Uh, did Clay Nippies go off one game? Clay Nippies, yep. Durant. Durant, yep. Curry. Yep. Oh, Jesus. Giannis, we've already said. There is four more. Uh, Actually, five more. Did Devin Booker have one of those games? Nope. Remember early in the Lou year? Lou Williams. A former MVP. Former? Kind of came a little comeback season for him. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. He's cried. Yep, and then there's four other guys. Four other. We'll play one of them tonight. Lillard. Yep, oh, Lillard. That dude named Lil. Uh, jeez. Kai, I'm surprised. I'm kind of surprised. Did, three guys. Kawhi? Kawhi, no, three guys left, two in the east, one in the did, west. Did D'Angelo really Russell, Russell do it? He yeah. had like 40 in one game. He now. did have 40. I, I can remember. Lucevic. Nope. Think more big time all stars. These are all all stars. Lucifer isn't yeah, all stars. You're right. Bradley um, Beal. Nope. He just had. These are all multiple time all stars. Oh, okay. So that's the good. one we want on the Pacers to score. Kimba. Kimba. Yeah. Uh, the one got traded after he got his jersey retired. Br- uh, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin had a fifty burger. <laughs> okay. One more guy on a really hot team in the West. I think they've won nine straight. Ooh, big don't... guy. Aldridge. Yep. Yeah, oh, oh, LaMarcus. So there you my, go. You know who my guest was going to be? Uh, my guest was going to be uh, DeMar DeRozan. But yeah. uh, I know I Beal's been playing out of his ass lately. Yeah, so I mean, Beal today said crazy. he deserves to be on an All-NBA team. I, I, don't, I don't know if he does, but he's been playing really well. Yeah. So. 
And that uh, last thing I got is just Lou Williams hit his first career buzzer beater. The Nets erased a 10-point deficit in the final 57 seconds. And then Lou Williams just Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, they were down 10. They got it to a tie game. Lou Williams did Lou Williams stuff. Ice in his veins. He's he's a great player. Great highest scoring bench player in NBA history. Would you love him on our bench? Oh, my God. Would you trade Tyreek for him? Yes, are you kidding? (laughs) Are you shitting me? (laughs) I'd probably throw in TJ Leaf. (laughs) (laughs) They can have Doug B. Dermott, too, I think. Freaking TJ Leaf. Don't even get me started on that schmuck. Don't (laughs) even get me started. That's all I have for ATA. We can talk a little brackets, though. We can talk. I'm gonna let you guys dictate the conversation on this because I do not watch college basketball. I love college basketball. Uh, I'll watch tournament games and I'll watch Purdue in the tournament. But so that's it. I think this is we're gonna win you guys some money here. I think. Okay. Um, Spoiler alert: I picked Duke in my bracket. Well, same. I did not pick Duke, and it was a little strategy, but I I also see some problems. So that top East region here, where the Duke's the one, we're not going through the whole bracket, but Duke's the one. Uh, Michigan State's the two, LSU's the three, Virginia Tech's the four. You're going through the whole bracket. Uh, no, no, I'm just going through the top four seeds in each bracket. Uh, kind of maybe, Hawk, do you have yours up? And maybe talk about, uh, obviously, Duke's going to be the favorite. Any teams that you see there that could make a run? I think Duke will walk to the Sweet 16. I agree. And I think that game, I think they'll end up playing Virginia Tech, that 1-4 matchup. Yeah. I think that's – Virginia Tech's already beat them. I don't see St. Louis. Virginia Tech's Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But they weren't healthy when they beat them. No, but – I think Duke's only lost two games when they've been all healthy. Right. One to Gonzaga and I in another tournament game. Well, two me, or three. Might just be one. But, I mean, I haven't watched much LSU, but I know they've been good all year. I am not on LSU. They've actually uh, – if, if Will Wade is able to coach, I think that they have a chance – um, but I I think Maryland guys I think Maryland could make a run. They got a young team, so I'm kind of apprehensive. I do think Belmont. Hey, could I have make, them making a run. Yeah. Okay. Maryland. Good. Belmont. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> Belmont could beat Maryland. I like the matchup with Temple. I'm switching better. that now because he has. Um, so I have Maryland making a run. I ultimately have Michigan State defeating Duke. I here's why. I think you know everyone's going to have Duke winning. So it is a little bit of strategy, but also Duke can't shoot. Like, I get it. Yes, you have Zion. But you have you have to be able to shoot. And as those stadiums get bigger, um, you know that shooting percentages go down anyways. Yeah. And so I, I think Duke is susceptible. Michigan State, really, really, really solid basketball team that's finally starting to get healthy. So I have Michigan State coming out of the bracket. I know you guys have Duke. Yeah, Michigan State's a good bet. I mean, it seems like it's almost always teams that get hot at the end of the year make these runs. So it's not a bad bet. In this bracket, I have Louisville beating them in the second round, just as something new. I mean, I got four and, brackets this and year. And Louisville's played really well, but they never close. They have yeah. they have that disease, so they could easily pop up and get a win there. I have, and Maryland's a six seed, but Maryland is the team to watch. They are young. If they do have to play LSU, I don't think LSU. I think LSU could lose to uh, Yale uh, first round. That's a three fourteen. I have no confidence in LSU. They've been playing so poorly. They got waxed by Florida without Will Wade, and they just have a lot of shit going on. So I definitely think Maryland Will could make Wade. a little bit of a could make a little bit of a run there. So that's a six seed. Uh, kind of starting out with the West now. Uh, we got Gonzaga. Wait, you just went through only one. Yeah, one. Yeah, oh. we're. <laughs> Sorry, I think uh, the West is West well, should be a little quicker. Well, yeah, West should be a little bit quicker. We have Gonzaga's the one, uh, Michigan's the two, three Texas Tech, four Florida State. Hawk, who do you like in this bracket coming out, and then maybe a couple upsets? I got Michigan. 
I was thinking Gonzaga until they lost to St. Mary's in their conference tournament. Not great. They played really bad. But I still think, I mean, I still think they can put it together. They got all the talent that they need. You got John Morant. He's supposed to be a top five pick. And Murray State is a 2016. So that should be interesting. I, I kind of want him to go on a run just so, like, you know, he gets more notoriety. And, you know, if he's, like, this good player, hopefully that happens. I know that didn't happen with Ben Simmons at LSU. That didn't happen with Washington when they had Markell. So hopefully – you know, we get a little exposure from this guy. I could, I could literally not over exaggerating. I could see eight teams coming out of this thing. I think this is the most wide open bracket. In Nevada, I, Nevada's one of those old teams. Absolutely, very, they were very highly rated coming. They got into the, the Twins. Year. Uh, yeah, they're gonna be, they're gonna be solid. Buffalo is really good. Texas Tech might be the best coach team this year. What about Syracuse? Uh, I think I love Syracuse <laughs> just because I love Syracuse simply because they play. I got them beating zone. Gonzaga. I don't know um, why. I just Gonzaga, that's a tough matchup in the second. Round. I really like Florida State as well. I actually have Tech's Florida, been good all year. Yeah, I actually have Florida State, uh, Michigan. This is probably the, the top. This is probably the deepest one. Yeah, this is the one I like the most. I think you're going to see upsets here uh, with Michigan going to the Final Four uh, to play Michigan State. So. so Michigan would have to play Nevada probably or Florida because they're hot in the second round, yeah. and then probably Texas Tech unless there's an upset though. So they don't have an easy road by any means. No, not at all. But uh, any teams you see there, I, I think Murray State could make a run, obviously with. Ja, um, but I think any I think Nevada could win it. I think Buffalo would not shock me if we come together. In, Have you paid Hawk for your bracket yet? Uh, my fiance is Venmoing you. I can't wait. So I can't wait. Um, now let's move to the South, if you will. Uh, number one seed uh, is Virginia. The lovable uh, losers. Lovable losers. Tennessee's the two. My Purdue Boilermakers are the three, and the four is Kansas, Kansas State. State. So. Uh, Hawk, who do you have coming out of this? Any team you think could make a little run here? I like Tennessee just because of Admiral Schofield. I think it's the best name ever, and I need him in the Final Four. But other than that, I don't think Virginia's going to do it. They just never they never do it. And they were the number one seed that lost to a 16th seed for the first time ever. They got some tough games. They're going to have to play Old Miss second round, Wisconsin or Kansas State. I mean, I just, I just don't think they're going to do it. And they're a defensive-minded team. So it could bode well, but at the same time, it just never works. I got Oregon. I got Oregon beating uh, Wisconsin. I also have UC Irvine uh, beating Kansas State. A little trick here, Kansas State has a really, really nice big guy that's currently hurt, might not be playing. That would definitely change. And the Oregon is not an upset. They're actually favored in Vegas. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Keep an eye on that over-under. That's going to be a low, 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 low low-scoring game. I obviously want Purdue to come out of this. I think realistically, Purdue's best shot is if Cincinnati upsets Tennessee in over. Ohio in front of a home crowd, uh, so then Purdue would have to play Cincinnati. Uh, I don't really like Virginia. I think I think Virginia will get beat by whatever team comes out of the bottom. To me, this looks like the weakest. This so, is the weakest. I was very happy with yeah. with uh, at Purdue. the same time. Purdue hasn't been playing well. Absolutely not. Yeah, uh, so. hand up. Um, if they if they can't figure it out, they're going to be in trouble. Last bracket, uh, we have the Midwest. We have North Carolina, the one. Uh, Kentucky, the two. Houston, the three. Kansas, the four. And I'm also going to throw in Auburn as the five. I think they should have been a four. I think they kind of got screwed on the rankings. So who do you have coming out of this? Any upset specials uh, you really like here? So I'm going to pick North Carolina just because I think they're playing hot. They're playing as a team. Roy's obviously been there before. That game against Duke in the ACC tournament, I want to see a rematch in the national championship. I know as a fan of Duke, nobody else probably wants to see that in the world, but I do personally. 
Um, but, you know, there's some good games. Ohio State, I like over Iowa State, and that's probably just my Big Ten bias there. But I do, too. That's an 11-6 game. Yep. And then Wofford, Fletcher McGee. That would be the second round in Kentucky okay. if they get past Seton Hall. But I, I can see it. I mean, the, he's the best shooter in college basketball history. People don't talk about it. They got a they got an old backcourt, veteran backcourt. So if there's a team that's going to make a run, I'm calling it Wofford to the Elite Eight. Okay, I like Wofford. Uh, I think they kind of got a tough draw as well. It's like those Wofford, Nevada, uh, Buffalo. Those teams are, even Cincinnati, those teams are teams that could make some noise. Obviously, they'd have to go through a couple tough matchups. I personally think Auburn's going to beat Kansas. I'm not impressed with Kansas, and I really like Houston. Uh, obviously, their strength of schedule is not great, but they have some really good players. Ultimately, I do have North Carolina prevailing over Houston. Uh, but it definitely wouldn't shock me to see uh, Wolford uh, winning there. So I think this one's going to have the most upsets if I had to call one. See, I actually I think I think it's the Florida State Michigan bracket. Or sorry, the Virginia uh, the Tennessee bracket's going to have some upsets. Uh, but I think anybody could win the West, really. Uh, so who's your final four, Chris? I know you're not really big into this, but let's. I mean, you're probably going to have the best because <laughs> I watch by far the most college basketball. But those are the guys that always win. So Chris, who do you got in your final four? Duke. Gotcha. Michigan, mm-hmm. North Carolina, and I'm not picking one on the top right yet. I haven't decided. Good. So we got three out of four for Chris. He's not 100% in. Hawk, what do you got? I got Tennessee, North Carolina, LSU, and Texas Tech. I just think there's going to be one Final Four Whoa. team no one picks, and there's always upsets. Not, the one seeds have always made it once. This is I one really, of my brackets. In all of my brackets, I have Duke, so I'm going to throw. I'm going to. I'm going to change Duke okay. for LSU. But I really hate. I really for hate LSU. It. But I have four brackets, and this one I was looking at had that. But I would gotcha. pick Duke over the other ones. I got Michigan State, Michigan, Tennessee, North Carolina. Um, I just think Michigan State. They're going to be a tough out for Duke. Yep. If any, I, I don't know. I think Michigan and Michigan State represent the biggest test for Duke because of how they play, the style they play. And Gonzaga. They beat them once. I feel like. Yeah, I think that's fair, but I, I, it was just such an aberration. They're not playing hot right now. Um, yeah. So I got Michigan State, Michigan, Tennessee, North Carolina, Michigan State versus North Carolina in the championship game. And uh, I, I like North Carolina to win it. Um but obviously Duke is the favorite. I'm not trying to not, not trying to bullshit anybody here. Duke's the best team, guys. They're the best team in college basketball. But the best team does not always win in this format. So, so if Duke wins, I might win the bracket challenge, and I also win like 600 bucks. So I would be very happy. Right. With that as the outcome myself. Now, how, how think, many entries do you have? And what? So far in your. So right now we're around 40. It picks up these next couple days. Yeah. I've texted a bunch of people. I said tonight they were going to submit them. Last year we had two twenty, two thirty. There's no way we promo for it. Yeah, there's no way we get less entries. So no. this is BR two, BC, and it is the bracket challenge we are doing, and I've done it for three years now, and uh, so everything's online if you need it. But Venmo, PayPal, five dollars a bracket. Last year's winner took home seven hundred bucks. It's easy. It's cheap. People can do it. It's it's not it's no big deal. It's always fun, you know, just doing the bracket challenge. But first place gets 70% of the winnings. Two and three get 20 and 10. So it's just a little kickback something. But, uh, yeah, it's always fun. So join. What, join what, now. One, give me one team outside uh, a top, outside the top six rank. So six and higher. One team that you think could make noise. 
Just let, let's all pick one team. Let's just have some shit together. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the bracket, and I think Buffalo has a chance if they get past Texas Tech, and then they have to play Michigan, obviously. But so just some action, team. just some action. Give me Buffalo. Chris, you got one. Give me Murray State. Okay, John Morant. Uh, give me Maryland, and this could be the stupidest pick. I could definitely see them losing week one, but they have the most talent of any of the six seeds, and uh, I really hate LSU. I can't, I can't, they just don't have the coaching. If Will Wade comes back, I'm going to look like a dumbass when yeah. this comes out, but I really don't think they're going to go very far. Give me Maryland. Give me the young guys. Booyah! Okay. There we go. There we go. Perfect. Next up, we're going to go into some NFL free agency talk. <laughs> I mean, we got some time to kill. I got some time. So your brownies. They're serious. Yeah, we're serious. Dorsey isn't screwing around anymore. No. No. You got a young Baker Mayfield. You yeah. just added Odell. You signed Kareem Hunt amongst a scandal. Hate that. But. You got Nick Chubb still in his prime, Jarvis Landry. I mean, they're not screwing around. No. Thoughts? Uh, I love it. Offense is going to be great. I love I love the offensive line, the way it's constructed with a lot of upside guys. Still got that second-round pick. Adding Odell Beckham is genius. And um, we had this conversation with uh, a couple guys when we were in Chicago, actually, uh, just kind of talking through the Colts stuff. And I'm not meaning to bash the Colts in any way. Uh, I think we've talked about it, actually. But Ballard, he just doesn't really go after guys in free agency, which is great. He's got a pile of money he's looking at. But, like, Dorsey's the exact opposite of yeah. that. Like, he sees assets he's going to go attack. He's more exciting for fans. Yeah, he's more exciting for fans. I, I don't think anybody we, – we have not made a huge signing other than Sheldon Richardson. Mm-hmm. The the big thing, the splash move was to get Baker Mayfield that huge target. Baker Mayfield on his rookie contract with Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. So you're paying the wide receivers. You're giving your young quarterback huge, high upside guys in the passing game. You already got the guy that can go up for the jump ball and David Njoku. And now you add Odell Beckham who's going to stretch the defense. You've got Njoku up the seam. You've got... Uh, Duke Johnson out of the backfield. Eventually, that'll be Kareem Hunt. And then you have Jarvis Landry doing his thing down low. The offense is going to be great. I have serious questions about the defense. I think uh, safety is going to be one of those things we're going to have to upgrade. Did they get Eric Berry? They didn't. Eric Berry's actually uh, he's visiting Dallas as we speak, so I'm a little nervous. Uh, We need to update that safety spot. And then I'm pretty defensive line. We made some moves. We traded for Olivia uh, Olivia Vernon. Um, You got Miles Garrett, Sheldon Richardson. Whew, Larry Ogunjobi, that is a tight-knit unit. Throw in some linebacker help, and uh, this is going to be a really tough team. I'm pumped. The more I think about it, I, it's hard to see it failing. Like, I think they'll win I really the don't think they will. I, I, I truly think they I think it'll be them and Baltimore. Yeah. Just because of, you know, Baltimore's always yeah. consistent yeah. In there. And I think Steelers have definitely gotten worse. Right. And I think Cincinnati's – are we kidding? They're, right. just, they're not going to be there. Now, let's talk – I know we're obviously at Pacers podcast. Most of our fans are going to be Colts fans. So, real quick, maybe you guys break down. I don't mind the Funches signing. I, I kind of made – I made fun of it with you guys just kind of get under your skin. But seriously, I don't mind the Funches signing. I don't like the fact that he's making $12 million. But, again, it's a high upside deal, meaning it's a one-year deal. If he sucks, he's gone. If not – he could have a Eric Ebron type resurgence. So, what do you guys think about what uh, Ballard's done? And are there any free agents still out there that you'd like to see him make a move for, or maybe a free agent that they didn't get that you wanted to see them get? I need. We need. A, we need pass rushing. I mean, it seems like pass rushing in the NFL is just like so key. At the same time, like the Patriots never have a dominant pass rusher. They had Trey Flowers though. Yeah, he's I not mean, a dominant it, pass rusher, but he is a guy. He had that a comes good year. Yeah, he yeah, got so, overpaid. 
Yeah, so I, yeah, it's did. just hard. Like that's the only position we've needed in like the last two or three years, really. Yeah. And we just didn't make any moves there, so I don't really get it. Maybe that's our draft target. We're gonna get two or three guys. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm telling it's you, it's not exciting. No. But at the same time, I trust Ballard and what he's done. He's stalked through the draft. If we don't do another move, we have 166 million dollars next year, which is would be the most in NFL history for mm-hmm. free agency. So we're obviously gonna make moves. It's not gonna be that high, but at the same time, like. What are we waiting? I don't know what we're waiting on. I don't either. Here's my here's my thing. I don't know if a pass rusher is going to be. I mean, there's going to be pass rushers there, but I don't know if it's going to be value. I think the Colts will sit there and they will take the best player available. I think the name you got to watch is Justin Houston. Every day that he is not signed, the price tag comes down a little bit, and I think you could see Ballard, who is very familiar with Justin Houston, coming from that Kansas that. City system. You get him, that puts you in perfect position to take best possible player available. I think they're at 26. Is that correct? 26 yeah. sounds right. Um, I think that's huge. I don't I don't know if he's ever going to spend the money. Here's my problem with Ballard. I think luck is in his prime, correct? Yes. Okay, so luck, luck is in his prime. Your problem is, is that T.Y. Hilton is not getting any younger. He's not showing signs of major decline, but we know with those small guys – he, I mean, he's, he's, he's not like, a number one anymore. Yeah, this, he's yeah. kind of fading to that Deshaun Jackson big play guy, which is completely fine. Yeah. Definitely is one of the you know top he twenty. Loves, loves playing league. Houston, right? And so you got to go out. You got to get a guy, another guy that helps him out while Luck is still in his prime. Uh, they've done a great job building the offensive line. So you've got to decide: Are you going to be the team that pounds the rock? If so, you need probably need a running back, a bigger running back. We like Marlon Mack, I think. Uh, but you definitely have to have a guy that pounds the rock. Marlon Mack does not hold up. And there's been some J.H.I. rumors, which talk. would be short-term for sure. Yeah, I think uh, I think that that's something they need to solidify because if you go with a run-and-gun, you obviously have to add receivers, um, but you're going to have to add to the secondary. I like to Pierre Desir. Yes, uh, love Desir. He's a great, great yeah. signing. But you're going to have – you need another safety. You need safety help. Gathers is he's yes. will we sign him? Will we not? I, yeah. I personally, I I think that ship might be sailed. Malik Hooker might be a top five free safety in the NFL. I, I love he played him. the land of the especially towards the end yeah. of the year. I love him because I thought at the beginning of the year he'd like disappeared at times and he wasn't that effective. But we went on that run. Yeah. Malik Hooker was a huge part yeah. of it. Hand up, I love Malik Hooker, um, and but he gets hurt a lot. And with well, what I'm trying to say is you've got you've got to build a secondary with good quality guys that can step right in. Now they got draft picks. I'm sure they'll make a nice move or two. I actually seen one name to watch in the draft, Taylor Rapp. Oh my God! If you had Taylor Rapp back there, uh, safety out of Washington, big hitter, plays in the box. He's a great tackler. You add him to Malik Hooker, who's a ball hawk. Oh my God, that'd be, be nice. Huge. But that's assuming they get some pass rush help. So going into last year, you think we had all these holes. And then Anthony Walker had a good year. Darius Leonard was all, you know, all NFL pro. And then, you know, Kenny Moore and Desir played their ass off. Hooker. So, like, our glaring needs are literally just pass rush in that last safety spot to me. And obviously a wide receiver, but we're not going to overpay for one. I think we're going to rely on Kane and hopefully find Well, there's no good receivers available unless you trade it for one. Exactly. So I think we're relying heavy on Kane coming back from that injury, and I think everything I've seen, I think I'm really high on Deion Kane. Yeah. Oh, I as think long Deion as the Kane injury didn't you know, hurt him. Yeah, I think Deion Kane could be a player. I I'm just so I'm apprehensive about not spending money, and like you said, they're going to have a shit ton of money next year. But the free agency crop is supposed to be a little down. Now it's a little down, but. 
with guys like Ballard, they're very particular. I think the the biggest home run move they could make is Justin Houston on a two year deal. Pay up year one when you got all the salary cap. Have a nice out if it sucks this year. And then you take best player available at 26, no matter what position, other than quarterback, of course. And you're happy in a two-pecker Billy Goat. He's right? kind of like Kevin Pritchard. Yeah, he is. In a way. Yeah. I mean, Ballard, it's it's the way you want to build your team. And Ballard's not spending money. I personally think they should spend some money. While I would like to see him spend a little money. Yeah, but uh, he's a hoarder of picks. He's probably the best... Uh, talent evaluator in the NFL in terms of the draft. Him and Belichick. Him and Belichick. Yep. And I, I really do. I'm, and I'm, I know we're talking Browns here, but Dorsey's really good too. Yep. I mean, he had the kahunis to pick Baker Mayfield over Sam Darnold. And then he also had the kahunis to pick Denzel Ward over the pass rusher, Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb's still really good, but Denzel Ward was perfect. Uh, he was a, he was a almost an all pro. Yeah. So I I just think we're two fan bases here. We're sitting very pretty. I could see a playoff matchup potentially. Wouldn't that be some content? Wouldn't that be something? I would I would love it. I think we'd both take that. Yeah. Um, and then I got Baker Mayfield, so obviously I win. Yep. I could not agree more either way. Okay. Just right. had a tweet show up okay. on Twitter from Hawkness Monster on March twelfth. I never saw Bird Box. <laughs> what? Never Someone saw just it. replied to it. So you never just, just replied to it just now? You've yeah. never seen Bird Box? Never saw it. Missed a boat on it. You can't watch it now. No, either, it's over. Like, I it's so over. I'll never see you it. You had a good, like, two weeks to watch it. Two or three I weeks. got the memes. I understood the concept of the movie, so it's funny, but I didn't really find it that interesting. If I watched the movie again, it would be so bad. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad. There's some things you miss in, like, the pop culture that just get popular out of nowhere. The memes. People say it's good. Like, I haven't seen the Michael Jackson thing yet, and I don't know if I want to. You need to watch. I feel like in a week or two, though, no one will be talking about it. You need to watch Michael Jackson. All right. The thing with Bird Box was we'll go out of five donuts. It was probably a two and a half, three. It wasn't great, but it was still good It's enough. a one donut. You thought it was a one donut? It's a one donut. I, I'm actually okay with it, but I'm one of those guys that like throws something up there and I'll be... I'll give you a show. Okay. And it's not a secret by any means, but I've been binging the hell out of The Sopranos. On Amazon Prime, or yeah, Amazon Prime, you can watch the whole series. And I am deep into season three. Tony Soprano. Can you believe he genius. died though? He dies here soon. Who? Who dies? You know. I know how the season. I'm ends. just. I'm just kidding. I know I'm, how it all ends. So no, I, I was listening to part of my take for a while, and every single episode, they'd be one episode ahead of Frank. Uh, yeah. Ahead of Hank, and they would ruin it on purpose. So. Yeah. So if you need, if you've never seen it and maybe wanted to watch it, it is Hawk Verified is a great show. I'm on. I'm always on. Man, we're a Pacers podcast. So yeah. we're talking, but I'm on this kick of I love true crime stuff. Yeah. I'm on like you and everybody else. John Wayne Gacy. No, I mean like not. I mean not the Netflix stuff. Like who's HL your favorite murder? Oh, uh, favorite murder. Um, there's so many. I have the murder in my head. Who is it? For him, Buffalo Bill. No, not Buffalo Bill. I would say John Wayne Gacy was messed up, dude. I mean they're all messed up, but I think. Uh, Man, I don't know. The, yeah, it's hard to pick a Yeah, it's hard, to, so it's hard many. to pick a, so many powerhouses. I don't know. Come back to me. I, I don't. I really don't know who I'd pick. There's so many of them. Maybe Genghis Khan? You know Charles Manson. You're, you're a Charles Manson guy. But he didn't kill anybody. He never murdered anybody. Did he not? He, just he did not. Up. He just made tricked a bunch of people. He had someone else do it for him. Yeah. Compass to the fact. Does that count? He's in prison, so I guess it does. Well, he's dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> OJ's not a serial killer, but 
We do. Do we know? Uh, that for yeah, sure? yes, he is. My, mine's Ray Lewis. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite. <part. laughs> uh, no, I, I just watched one messed up thing on the uh, uh, the California the California rapist or something. Ted Bundy. No, not Ted Bundy was one I was going to mention, but that's that's too Netflixy. Yeah. Um, the Cal the California rapist is something. West, I don't know, but he like listen Zodiac. No, he raped he raped fifty girls while simultaneously like murdering like twenty two, and they just caught him. Like he's not even in prison yet for it. They just caught him within like the last like two years. Now he's like seventy five years old, but they never caught him. Like that is a crazy story, and like all of these like families. You know what they should do to that guy? They should take him to like a fair. And people have to pay. You have to pay a hundred bucks, and you get a baseball bat, and you just get one swing at him. You know how they do with the cars? <laughs> just have them. Just all change. for charity purposes. Yeah, all, for, all to go to like the victims' families or something. You know, wouldn't that be a great idea? I would rather like back oh, in the I old days look up when people were taken to the center of the city, yeah. and just stoned to death. Yeah. So they could pay everybody for gets a, a stone. They could pay for a rock yeah. and just chuck it at him. Golden State Killer. Idea. Golden State Killer is his name. Um, and it Kevin was Durant? Draymond Green. Uh, it's it's rapist arrested twenty three years ago. Then he was actually let go. Oh, it was definitely Zaza Pachulia. He hasn't been Joseph you know, D'Angelo was his name. And, what a piece uh, of shit. Yeah, he was literally the worst. But that was like a five little five. I love HLN. I only found it because of forensic files. But yeah. that's just like a couple of forensic channels. files is addicting. Yes, it Very is. Very addicting. And that's the kind of shit the true crime lovers like. Yeah. But the Netflix people that love true crime, they don't get into that. They're not true fans. Yeah. We are the true fans. The last, last night, John Wayne Gacy crap at 9 p.m., I stopped watching it. I'm like, I'm not going to bed thinking about this shit. Yeah. I mean, this is horse shit. And so uh, John Wayne Gacy, pretty messed up, dude. Yeah, anything else, Chris? I think Pacers Podcast. That was a, that was a hell of a... I'm going well, to pull up the women's tournament bracket. Oh. And you guys got to give me a pick from the women's tournament bracket. Okay. Uh, Connecticut. <laughs> They're a number two seed this year. Still pick. Uh, I'll take Stanford. I don't know. Are they? Are they got to be up there, right? You know, I can't find it. So Notre just, Notre Dame's got to be up there too. I'm gonna say Tennessee makes a resurgence. I don't even know if they're in it. Tennessee makes a resurgence. They're coming back. Uh, I it's really, gonna be them and Baylor in the finals. Yeah, I think uh, Washington State. Yep. I think they're like, a big time program. Uh, I'm sure they got a tall girl. They yep. can shoot. Um, is Brittany Griner? Is she coaching anywhere now? She is, I think she's in Phoenix. Oh, she's in Phoenix. She's on the pro. So Arizona State, maybe? Maybe. Maybe Arizona State. She's just close. <laughs> is it the Phoenix Mercury? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Oh, she's probably not. Let me double check that. Yeah, we don't want to get that wrong. Yeah, oh, wait, hold on. I got an idea. Stuff. Oh, we got an idea before we end this. So we'll do my idea. She's on Phoenix Mercury. We'll do my idea, and then one of you guys will plug our... Uh, I'll plug anything you want. Hooters night again. Okay. But first... Plug away. Pulling it up right now. Do you want me to plug now? Am no. I plugging? No. Got to save it for the very end. Actually, just go ahead and plug it. Okay. Listen. This is what I'm going to tell you guys. This Sunday, it's going to be the literal best day of your lives. All you have to do is you got to show up downtown Hooters... Three of us are going to be there. The Born Ready to Pod, uh, the whole crew. I mean, Sue Guy, maybe. Sue Guy, maybe. We've got some former players that have said they'll be there. They're not going to be there. Yeah, they probably, but 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 they'll be there. But they'll be, yeah, they'll be there. But they they said they would be there. They they'll be there, but they won't be there. Okay, so, anyways, who needs freaking former players when you got us anyway? Yeah, we're just going to sit around. 
We're just going to be dudes doing dude stuff, talking about dude stuff. We're going to be watching NCAA tournament games. Of course, we're going to be watching the Pacers. A lot we're of all going to be complaining about Tyreek Evans. It's just going to be, I mean, we know that we're going to have probably at least at least 15 people there that have confirmed. I think it's going to be a great time. Time of your life. Beer. Wings. Sports. Sports. Females. Not for me. There will be males, too. A lot of males. Not for me. The females will not be for me or Chris because we are taken. But take for it. everybody else, they are free game. Okay? Yep. Not All pieces right. of meat, but free game. So be there. Come or to Hooters night. After, sh- after this, we'll end the show. Love you. There are 12 WNBA teams. Oh, Name them all. Phoenix Mercury. Indiana Fever. There's two. There's two. Um, uh, LA Sparks. Sparks. Three. Detroit. Nope. Uh, they moved. <laughs> oh, they moved. Seattle has a team, right? Seattle. Um, T- uh, Minnesota has a team, right? Minnesota Lynx. Lynx. That's four. It. New York has a team. The Liberty. Liberty. Are they there still? There's five. Florida probably has a team. I had to get Miami. Orlando? Nope. Does Florida have a team? Tallahassee. No. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, I feel like they put them in Tennessee. Has so a you team, have five. Right? You have the Fever, Liberty, Sparks, Lynx and Mercury. I feel like is there a Brooklyn team? No. Is there a New York team? Other than Liberty? No. Oh, uh, Chicago has one. Yep. Chicago uh Fire. <laughs> no. But you're close. Not really close. Chicago. But it's short and sweet. Chicago Wind. Sky. There you go. Sky. Six. Uh, you got half of them. That's this pretty is good. Impressive. <laughs> is there any uh, in Canada? Minnesota. You've already said Lynx. Them. Oh, yeah, the Lynx. Uh, is there a Dakota team? No. That would have been one hell of a guess. Denver? Nope. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm done. The Hawks just went to the state. Georgia? There's a Georgia team? Atlanta? Yes. Atlanta. No clue. Atlanta. Don't we need to call Coyotes? When you go to bed, you don't have a nightmare. You have a dream. dream. Atlanta oh, dream. Atlanta dream. We need no that. clue. That was a no. thing. Uh, is there a Carolina? No. This team, I believe, has won it before. I don't know. <laughs> Opposite of the moon. Suns? Sun. There's a sun team? The Connecticut Sun. Damn. Somebody I would have really never. I wouldn't have got that up. with a gun to my We need head. to take over the PR. Uh, I think we do. Next up, Washington Mystics. Okay. Oh, I feel like Mystics. you could have got yeah, that one. I feel like I could. Uh, Dallas Wings. Absolutely. Would not, not have gotten yeah. that yeah. one. Uh, and Las Vegas Aces. I'm assuming they're a new expansion team. I've never heard nope. of it. No. We did pretty well. Seattle Storm, I feel like you guys should have got that one. Did we not? Oh, we said Seattle. We said we Seattle, but you didn't say Storm. We got it. We got it. <laughs> so you got like 7 out of thir- 12, which is not pretty bad. good. Which is a win. I'd say that's more than the most average American. Now player. name 10 WNBA players. <laughs> Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner, 1. Diana Taurasi. Taurasi. Yeah. Mika. Mika. Uh, oh, Dela Dela well, Don. Maya Where? Moore, is she out now? She Maya done. Moore will counter. Uh... Deladon, Simone Augustus. Sure. <laughs> oh, what's the one chick that went to Notre Dame Park. a long time ago? Oh, uh, Ruth Riley. No, she's not in the league anymore. You guys... Candace Parker? No, no, no. White girl, Skylar, or dark girl, Skylar uh, Diggins. Skylar Diggins. What about the, the tall girl that w- played four years at Connecticut that was really good? Whitney? Oh, she plays... Uh, she's on a team. She's good. I don't remember her name. All right, I think we're That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. We'll do that another time. We kind of dragged on here for the last half hour. Well, no script. I mean, what do you want from us? Yeah. You guys got great we content. We gave you go watch Sopranos. What do you want? 
All right, that's going to wrap up episode 41 of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. Come to Hooters Night this weekend. Mac and Meters at a five. We talked about all sorts of things. We'll be back. We're going to record next Tuesday. Um, and uh, we'll definitely recap you guys on how Hooter Night, Hooters Night went while we're there. Actually, I would say we were, would record at Hooters Night, but I don't trust him around the equipment when we're drinking and yeah, a bunch of people water. we've never met before. Yeah, not so. A good idea. So that's not going to happen. So we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully the Pacers can uh, do some work here this week on this road trip. Somebody Goodbye. Hooters, Hooters, Hooters. This is Jeremy W. Miller. Hooters.